Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. So I have to say, I got my second vaccination shot yesterday, and my Wi-Fi is great. God, <laughs> man. Nice. So good. What have you found to be the biggest difference? Um, Like, even when I'm on airplane mode, I can still hear it in the speakers. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. I can turn into an airplane when I, can... I turn on airplane mode. It's pretty great. I'm really, all I'm hoping for is that I have, like, a step counter in my HUD. Oh, and nice. I, I don't want to have to, like, check a watch or anything. <laughs> you've you've said that as if you already have a HUD, and this would just be a nifty addition to it. I'm confused about where that's confusing. Does every does everybody else have a HUD? Yeah, you, yeah, totally. Do to- you not? Totally. Me too. Yeah, <clears throat> definitely. Exterminate. Have... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. oh, no. Boy, I didn't realize I was the resistance, but evidently I'm the last one, huh? <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Uh, well, just a reminder before we get into the episode that if you are interested in joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash show, this is the month to join and get in on the swag tier and the t-shirt tier. By this point, the t-shirts have arrived at our patrons. We have some awesome Koshade the Deathless art on this shirt. And then the swag has been mailed out. They have not received it yet, but it is a prize from Strom's vault. So if you are interested in joining those tiers, uh, this is the month to get in on that cycle so that you can get the shirt or the swag or both uh, next time they come around. So again, that is over at patreon.com slash the crit show. And with that, it's time to let the recap roll. Do you see the island over there? So uh, the portal's like on the other side of it. I think I think it's right in the middle. So we got to get to it and then across it and then pass it back through the water to the other side. There's there's something in the water. It looks like a shark fin, but it's like a like a person shark, like a where shark street shark thing. Do you want me to try to like slow it down or hold it still or something? Oh yeah, fuck yeah! If you can do that as you go by, that'd be great. Yeah, then I'll try to use my telekinesis to interrupt it. This I'm holding on to this thing, but we got to figure out what we're gonna do. I know that there's more around here, but I, I'm not sure where. Uh, let's go in here. Let's see what the hell's going on. Who brought their rowboat? Yep. And I'll uh, start tracking into this cave. Yeah, you go into this cave maybe five feet, and you can tell that it instantly ducks underwater. I'll go first. I'll let you know if it's clear to swim. Okay. I mean, it's not a super long swim down there, but the water's magical, and I got to, like, the next landing, but it's like a maze or something. Like, there are different tunnels, different ways to go. There was clearly a fight in there. There's a bunch of blood and I, I pulled the rope. I anchored off the rope so that hopefully I could make it a little bit easier on the way back in there, but it's kind of confusing. So Megan, looking out, trying to keep this thing locked down, Jake and Tass, you turn to jump into the water in the cave, and as you turn, you notice three much smaller shark fins circling below the water of the entrance. Here you all are at the entrance to the grotto of the shark god. Jake and Tass have just turned to jump inside of the water 
that will lead them through the watery maze as Megan holds back the were shark that is currently in the ocean. Before the two of you jump in, you notice three smaller shark fins circling below the surface. Aw, oh, man. I think you got followed. Fuck me. I didn't know there were a bunch of little ones in here. Um, What do I know about my magic gun and water battle? <laughs> yeah, the gun itself works no problem underwater. Do you think that the bullet's effects might be dampened by being underwater? Sure. But yeah, the gun itself will work. It's a magic gun. Well, all right. I think I let the energy of some ice flow through me, and I want to shoot at one of these things. All right. Roll your reload. Okay. Ten. So I have three ammo. All right. Roll volley. Six. Can I aid? Yeah. How so? Uh, Just kind of using the knowledge I have of like the murkiness and the weirdness of the water from being under it to help him like actually sight the targets like as the fins dip under and come up and move around like making sure that I can help him keep proper aim on where they're going and how they're moving and like how the weirdness of this water might affect his shot sure roll aid nine okay so that gives Tass a plus one but it puts you in harm's way uh-oh uh, so Tass that bumps you up to a seven to nine okay uh and what is your pick uh, I think I'm going to have to take several shots here to kind of line up how he's describing how the water works. Um, so I'm going to lose an ammo. Okay. Roll your damage. Okay. 12 damage. Yeah, you fire this into the water and you notice that one of the shark fins disappears underneath the water. Uh, as Jake is pointing this out to you, he's got his arm outstretched over the water pointing <laughs> and a small green creature with a shark fin on its back leaps out of the water. It's got pale eyes and a large mouth filled with sharp teeth, and it bites onto Jake's arm for seven damage, one piercing. <laughs> I think it's just there still. Like, I don't think that's a glancing blow. I think it's just on your arm now. Okay. Chomp. So, Jake, you have got this little green-skinned shark-finned monster rapidly chewing at your arm. What are you doing? Do I have any idea what this thing is? Uh, why don't you roll spout lore? Okay. Uh, eight. Yeah, so these are called deep ones. The interesting thing that you know about them is that they always travel in a pack and that they're always looking for a leader. How do you know that? Because in the uh, in the extra month that I was trapped on Fanarin in Esten's lair in the Haven, like he had all this research shit and he had, um, you know, those posters that like used to be in your elementary school science class that just had like different like little animals and oh, yeah. about them. He just had one about like various aquatic creatures and there wasn't exactly one of these. Mm. But there was something like I just passed this thing a lot and like this looks familiar and it rings a bell. I don't think it was called the same thing. Yeah. But it was very, very similar. Okay. I love the idea of Eston's lair being set up like a kindergarten classroom. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to do with this knowledge? You've got this creature ravenously chewing at your hand. Specifically with the knowledge right now, I'm not going to do anything. Okay. But I am going to try to kill this thing still. All right. Um. So I think... I'm going to discharge a blast of elemental energy just with, with the free hand I have. I can't really maneuver the sword here uh, to chop at the thing that's on my arm, but I can just lay a palm on it and uh, electrocute it. Roll your d6. You don't even have to lay a palm on it. You've got a palm in it. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> also, this, this has got to be armor defeating because the attack's coming from inside the house. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding his uvula as a handle. I'm, I'm almost reaching back out his butt. <laughs> Two electric shocking damage. Okay. And my magic is spent. I am out for now. Megan, you hear a little bit of chaos behind you. 
Uh, but you are still holding this were shark fast in the water. What are you doing? I'm looking over my shoulder to find out what's going on. Yeah, you see Jake standing there. There's a little uh, green dude with a shark fin on his back, uh, chewing on his hand. And uh, Tass is firing bullets into the water. Do I see? You know, it's just a typical <laughs> yeah, day. Just fun. Uh, <laughs> do I see what's in the water? What are you shooting at? Uh, no, but you do see one on Jake's hand. I think I'll try to mentally detach this thing from Jake's hand and push it off. All right, roll mind thrust uh, with a minus one. Seven. All right, what do you get? I can hammer a creature or object up to around 10 feet away with mental force, and I deal my damage and choose one from a list. Okay. Uh, you're mentally drained. Take negative one forward to using a psychic power. There wasn't a lot of juice. Roll twice and take the lower results. You draw unwelcome attention or put yourself in a spot. The GM will tell you how. And I have the tags near and forceful on this. I will say that I think if you picked mentally drained, you probably drop your telekinetic hold. I think I'm going to go with there wasn't a lot of juice because I'm yeah I'm already stretched a little thin here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So roll twice and take the lower one. I rolled sixes both. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So you reach out with your mind and you push this away from Jake and it just sloughs off of his arm. Oh. Uh, it almost turns inside out as it blows back <laughs> into the water. Oh, <laughs> it's just the teeth left. Imagine, so again, the way that it's bit on to my arm is like, it's like a sock puppet, but then imagine that you just held on to the end of the sock puppet. No, 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 I hate this so much. This is bad. Nightmarish. Yeah. Tass, in the water, you do notice that as the remains of this one get blasted into the water, uh, that the one remaining fin starts to move towards them and moves around in a pretty frenzied manner. All right. Well, I better uh, do it a shooty shoot. All right. Roll volley. Nine. What's your pick? Uh, I'm going to use another ammo. Okay, so you're at one ammo now? That is correct. All right, roll your damage. Eleven. You blast the final one that is in the water, and you see that it stops moving. The way is open. Uh, All right, I'll kind of pull the rope up out of the water, kind of pulling taut on it to make sure that it still feels like it's secure. Yeah, it does. Uh, I'll I'll hand it back to the other two so that they have it in hand. Just say, all right, follow me, and I'll start kind of pulling myself down along the rope through the water. Okay. So I think you have a choice here to make uh, as you go underwater. You can either defy danger with strength to pull yourself along this rope, or you can um, navigate the shark god's grotto with a plus one from the rope. Uh, And the results will kind of be the same. But I think that if one of you can just fucking muscle yourself along this rope, then, you know, that's viable also. I'm going to try strength. Um, I'll still try to, like, navigate. Okay. Uh, Same. All right, so everybody roll con first. Roll your D6 and subtract that from your con total. Three. One. Two. All right, and then everybody roll either intelligence or strength with your plus one or your just flat strength. Nine. Eight. Seven. All right, so everybody gets a hold one, and the options you can choose, you glimpse brighter water ahead, mark one progress, you find an air pocket and catch your breath, regain 2D6 constitution, you do not draw unwanted attention from beasts of the deep. I think I'll take the progress. Same. I will not draw the attention and make no progress. So at this point, you are all still underwater. Everybody roll con. Oh, six. Oh, no. One. Five. Uh, I've got four con. All right, everybody. Roll your move. Ten. Eight. Twelve. All right. Tass and Megan, you get a hold three. Jake, you get a hold one. Fucking gotta find an air pocket. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to make two progress and no other attention. Okay. 
I'll take one of each. All right, Megan, roll your uh, refresh on your con. Five. All right, and Jake, roll yours. Uh, nine. Exactly what I have lost in here. Okay. So, Tass, you pull yourself out of this water onto a flat, stony surface. You can see that there is blood and some weapons strewn about. Uh, it seems like there has been a battle here recently. Megan, you are able to find this air pocket and get your breath, and you feel like you're still safely hidden. Jake, you're able to get your head up into an air pocket, and as you're sitting there breathing, a fin pops up in front of you and is just circling around you. What are you doing? I'm diving back under and trying to go. All right, roll it. Six con again. Okay. A 13 on the ant roll. All right, you get a hold three. What are you doing? All the progress. All right, so uh, Jake, you just start pulling yourself along this rope and you are able to pop up out of the water behind you following very closely is one of these deep ones it's actually hanging on to your calf muscle uh, as you pull yourself out of the water you take one point of damage and it is one piercing Megan you are in your little air pocket what are you up to Uh, I think I'm trying to get my bearings and push on ahead okay roll your con six now I'm getting the high rolls (laughs) yeah all right and uh, roll your plus int twelve All right, you get a hold three. Yeah, I'll push on ahead and uh, not take any attention. Okay. So Tess, what you see is you come climbing up out of the water onto this flat, stony area. There's this sign of battle here. And then Jake comes crawling out, pulling himself up on the rope. And you expect to see Megan behind him. What you see instead is another one of these green-skinned creatures holding onto the rope but chewing on Jake's calf. (laughs) And then behind it on the rope comes Megan. Oh, no. And now I am gonna shoot it yeah i think i gotta shoot it all right roll defy danger with dexterity i think to not hit your comrades as you fire into the group okay six can i aid go on it's my leg i'm maneuvering my leg just so so that he's got a nice easy shot all right uh roll uh aid or interfere 11 oh thank god all right so yeah describe to me how do you help here i my foot i do like the pop like when a princess gets kissed and the heel comes up like <laughs> i'm just laying i'm laying on my belly and it's chewing on my leg and just my knee bends so that my calf is perpendicular to the water and he is able to shoot directly at the creature okay so i think for your mixed success task you are either going to get a little splash damage on jake since it's on him uh the sound of this gun firing is going to draw some attention somewhere uh water carries sound very nicely or you're going to lose your last ammo and um you're going to have a minus 1 on your next amu facture amu facture amu facture am i facture <laughs> we are facture am who am facture who am facture <laughs> how am facture uh I, yeah I, I like that i have to use that precision and it you know there's all this water and now there's just slurry in the gun mechanics and all right roll your damage Oh, that was all that, and it was weak. Four damage. Yeah, you uh, fire off some blasts into this one, and it continues to chew on Jake's leg. (laughs) What is with all these tiny fucking creatures in this world biting onto my calves specifically? I love the idea that this thing sunk its teeth in, and it matched the teeth marks from the ice gnome. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, I I picture this like... The, the mouth over fist. It's up to calf. God damn it. I'm wearing it like a, like a welly like boot. A, yeah. <laughs> hey, well, it's waterproof, so it's actually kind of nice. Yeah. Uh, so, Megan, you have come up behind this. Uh, what are you doing? Yeah, if I see this thing on, on Jake's leg, I will use my, my crystalline spear to jab it. All right. Roll hack and slash. Seven. All right. Roll your damage. Five. And you take four uh, as you stab out at it. Uh, it grabs onto the spear with its little fists and kicks you, uh, but then a moment later, it does stop moving. Ow! So here you all are. 
inside of this dark little cave uh, with water on both sides. Man, those little shits are going to be everywhere. Yeah, how how much further do we think we have to go into this? I have no idea. This is as far as I got. Okay, okay. So, I mean, I can keep, like, scouting ahead, and I could, like, take the grappling hook and then, you know, kind of give a pull on the rope, like, when it's clear for you to follow or something. Um, so those things travel in packs, and they're they're always looking for, like, the alpha, like, a leader to follow. If we get into a tussle with them again, maybe there's some way that we could, like, I don't know, sh- make a show of strength that they'd want to be on our team instead of fighting against us. I can try and communicate with them. Oh, okay. I mean, if we tell them, if we're like, well, we've killed a handful of you already, so we're doing pretty good, maybe they'd be like, oh, yeah, good point. Okay. Yeah, maybe just try and convince them that we are stronger, so they should follow us. All right. Well, we can see. Do you guys just want me to keep swimming ahead and bring the rope and, you know, kind of leave like a, a breadcrumb trail to follow? I'm in, I'm in very bad shape, actually. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Let I- me think about this. I'm at about half life. Yeah, I'm just under half. Does all of this look like just like natural caves and grottos or does any of this look like man-made? The ceiling looks natural. The floors and like the area up to your right that branches off of here looks man-made. Like it's too smooth. It's too uh, it's too nicely done to be natural. And you do know that it is the uh, the grotto of the shark god. So something here is making a nice place. I mean, honestly, if there is a door somewhere up ahead, like we could head back to the inn and rest up a little bit before we continue on. I don't know that there's a door, but there could be a door in here. I mean, this way doesn't have water, so it might be a little safer to check out and see if there's a door or anything that might help us this way. I mean, I would imagine that we have to continue on underwater, but I don't know. Yeah, let's just try going that way first and see what we see and call an audible from there. All right, give me a sec. Uh, I need to gather magic again. Uh, 11. So I got three hold. And I will do... I'll do electricity again. Okay. Do we see anything here, like, footprint-wise? Since we know that there were other people this way and we're following Eston. Uh, yeah, roll discern realities. Eight. All right, you get to hold one. What here is useful or valuable to me? Yeah, so the thing here that is useful to you is that you do see five sets of footprints here. They are normal, kind of humanoid-sized feet uh, in boots and shoes similar to what you all are wearing and the battle seems to have ensued around something with much larger feet uh, that are webbed they look very much like the feet of the thing that you saw outside and I think that as you look around this room you do notice that at the far end of the room where it dips back down into the water the footprints stop but you see a lot of drag marks and you continue to see the large webbed footprints dragged in which direction into the water Uh, And then as for thoughts in which direction, you get the same reading that you got before, uh, with the exception of one of the kind of primal animalistic senses coming from behind you, what you would assume is outside of this cave. Can I tell if the other one of those is down one of these particular paths? Right now, it would be if you're standing in this room staring ahead at the water that goes ahead and... With the water that you just came out of to your back, it is to your right. Hey, guys, look at these footprints. Oh, we assume that's the other big boy, right? Uh, Yeah, le- there's like these big webbed feet, but there's all these like boot prints. I think this is the five other sacrifices. And like, if you look over towards the water there, it looks like there was somebody dragged into the water. Oof, so they did not fare well. All right, so is this our entry point? Do we still want to go clear the dry hallway first? Yeah, I don't know if they're particularly that way, but man, I would hate to miss out on something useful. Yeah, okay. If you guys think, I just, 
if these people lost this fight and got dragged through here, they're probably, if they're not dead already, they're probably pretty close. Well, they're definitely not dead already because I can tell that they're thinking at least. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. But if we rush in as we are right now, we're just going to join them. Okay. Uh, I'll start looking down the dry hallway. Yeah, so you turn right into that dry hallway, and it leads into a large square room that has another exit uh, to your left. The interesting thing about this room is that it's not glass. It's just a very, very polished crystal, but you can see the water underneath this room, and you can see some of those deep ones swimming around far below. They don't seem to notice you, but you're able to see this room is underwater, and you can also see the water below. Interesting. Yeah, this is wild. It's like an aquarium. Yeah. Um, is there anything in here? Like, is this literally just a pass-through room? There's another way out on the other side? Yeah. Weird. Okay, well, I'll keep going. Yeah, so you head forward into that path onto the left, and it brings you into a room uh, that is filled with a butcher's block, a bunch of chains and hooks hanging from the ceiling, and on the far left side of this room, there is a door. Okay, there's a door. I mean, we could use that to get to the tavern, but... Man, if we end up falling asleep again, that's some time wasted here. And if we're trying to save these people. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, that's what I kind of mean. It's a, that's a big gamble. But I mean, if there's anything in here or even through this door that we can use, then that's at least more the better. I can try to reach out and see if I can find any of these sacrifices. If I can talk to them mentally, then maybe they can give me information about where they are and what we might be facing. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, OK, I'll try. I'll try to do that. Roll telepathy. 11. Yeah, so I can get inside their head and talk to them, learn what they know. How are you starting this conversation off? Hi, are, are, are you there? Oh. Shh, it's okay. Don't say, don't say anything. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. Shh, shh, shh. I'm in your head. It's okay. Uh, me and my friends are here. We're, we're trying to find you to help you. You don't have to talk out loud. You can just think back to me and I'll hear you. Can you tell me your name? Beverly. Beverly, hi. I'm Megan. Okay. It's going to be okay. Um, we're trying to find you. Can you tell me what the room you're in right now looks like? Yeah, it's got um, all of us hanging in it by chains and our wrists, and there's a lot of blood on the floor, and the floor is stone. It's kind of dark. It smells real salty and damp. Okay, do you remember what happened? Yeah. Hey, you were you were in a room, uh, and there was a big fight. Yeah. Okay, what the, happened after that? I don't remember. I was unconscious. I got the shit beat out of me by a 10-foot-tall shark. It had har- arms and legs. That's real. That shouldn't be. <laughs> okay, is everybody with you okay? Uh, could you define that? Alive? Oh, I think so. Okay. Um, is the shark with you in the room right now? Oh, no. Okay. Uh, hmm. But you you didn't see the way there. Okay. Well, um, can you tell me tell me about the the shark that you fought? What did what did it do? How how did it best you? Uh, did you were you able to do any damage to it? Uh, anything that you saw particularly hurt it? Well, we just had our swords. They bit us and punched us in the face. <laughs> it fucking sucked. The shark is a dick. I'd have a scrap. <laughs> no, nothing. We seem to do it. Seem to affect it. All right. Well. I'm not sure exactly where you are, but we're gonna we're gonna try to find you. Just hold on, okay? Okay. And I'll turn to the guys. Uh, okay, so I was able to find somebody. They're suspended by chains. She got knocked out 
in the fight back there and got dragged somewhere. So she didn't have any direction on, on which way to go. All right. Well, most likely is wherever it looked like they were dragged into the water, right? Yeah. All right. Well, let's at least look in here. Maybe maybe it's here. Yeah. She said they had swords that they fought it with and they didn't seem to do much damage, but it like fought them and bit them. Yeah, but didn't kill them. So that whole sacrifice thing seems to line up. Um, I just want to peek this next door. I want to crack it and see what's on the other side. Yeah, you crack open this door and there is a stone ceiling inside. And this room seems like it has also been carved out. But about three feet down from where the door opens, it goes into water. Does it seem like we've kind of like looped around then at this point? Like if we'd gone into the water from the first hub room versus like kind of the path we followed here and then going back into the water, does it seem like these would maybe intersect? It does. Okay. Yeah, I think all paths lead us in here. So this is the next step. So if we want to go heal, this is our shot. Man, I don't I don't know. They're all like strung up. I, I don't know how close that means to being ready to be sacrificed. Well, if bad comes to worse, I don't think they have a week. All right, let's go. I'll hop in the water. Follow. Same. All right, everybody roll con. One. Thank God. Two. Two. Everybody roll intelligence. Ten. Against all odds, also a ten. Six. Tass and Megan, what are your picks? Two progress and no attention. Same. Okay. Jake, you are trapped underwater. You can't seem to find a pocket to come up in. You can't seem to find where Megan and Tass went. You just seem lost. Uh, Mechanically, if you had any progress, you would lose one right now, but you don't have any, so you lose nothing. Oh, delightful. (laughs) All right, so everybody roll your con. Two. Three. One again. All right, everybody roll intelligence. Ten. Eleven. Four. All right, Jake and Megan, what are your picks? All three. Okay. Two progress and no attention. All right, so Jake, you were able to make progress underwater. Tash, you get lost underneath the water and you lose one progress. Megan, you are able to find the exit of this area. You come up into a room that has very ornately painted images on the wall and a large stone altar at the center of the room. There is a huge dagger with a shark fin on the hilt buried in the center of this stone slab. Across the altar on the other side of the room is another doorway that leads down into water. Uh, and then there is a exit to your right that is dry. It goes into a dry hallway. Jake and Tess, roll con. Three. Also three. And ten on the end. Six. All right, Jake, what are your picks? Is there any way I can use my extra to do anything for Tass to help him? I don't think so because you've already been separated. Like Tass made progress and you didn't and then you did and he didn't. and Yeah, but what if just like uh, you did, we accidentally like graze <laughs> fingertips in the water and yeah. he's filled with a sense of hope and direction. I think if you graze something underwater, there's a 50-50 chance that it's Tass. What if I breathe air into his mouth oh. so that... He doesn't drown. I almost feel like I have to do that one because that's the fan art people have been demanding for almost three years now. <laughs> what if I breathe carbon dioxide? Into his mouth? Oh, no. I don't understand how lungs work. Yeah, yeah. Well, buddy, I tried. Yeah, dog, it's good. So, Jake, you are able to surface into this room that has Megan standing at the lip and there are these ornate pictures painted on the wall and a stone slab in the middle that has a large knife uh, with a shark fin coming out of the hilt of the blade. Um, on the far side, you see another water exit, and on your right side, you see a dry hallway. Tass, roll con. Four. Okay, what does that leave you at? Two. 
All right, roll your intelligence. Ten. Woo! Three right. progress. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you are able to power your way through to this room. You surface up behind Jake and Megan, and as you do, you gasp for breath. And on the far side of the room, all three of you see the water there start to ripple. And you see this large, muscular shark man rise up out of the water. And he sees you all. And he grins a large, toothy grin. The shark god will be happy this day. What are you all doing? Do I know anything about the shark god? Roll spout lore. Seven. You know that the shark god does not take on and keep followers. It's kind of like the top of the food chain. Like the best followers get to stay under his blessing. Brother, thank God we were able to find our way to you. What? The heretic in the outer waters. He plans an attack. He seeks to take the prime position from you. He seeks to be the ultimate follower of our God. Jake, roll defy danger with charisma. <laughs> this is, I don't oh even have gosh. fucking charisma. <laughs> <laughs> Five. <laughs> It narrows its black eyes at you. It seems there are heretics all around. And it starts to step towards you. Yeah, I think I take a step forward and I say, good try, buddy. And I blast him with my uh, my mental power. All right, roll mind thrust. Twelve. All right, roll your damage. Two. You lash out with your mind, and it seems like this one is not as strongly affected as the one outside was. Uh, it lunges forward as you blast at it, and you take three points of damage, and I need you to roll Wisdom. Nine. All right, you feel this berserker rage come over you as whatever is in its teeth starts to course through your body. It doesn't feel like it takes hold, uh, but you get a plus one on all rolls, but you cannot retreat. Jake? Well, I need to make up for my failed ploy. Uh, so I'm going to run in and I'm going to try to stab it. All right. Roll hack and slash. Uh, that is a 10. All right. So do you want to uh, do extra damage and take its hit or just uh, your regular damage and avoid its strike? Man, I'll do the extra damage. Okay. Uh, eight shocking damage, one piercing. All right. And you take three points of damage and I'm going to need a wisdom saving throw from you. Is it armor defeating damage? It is not. Nine. Okay, you also go into a blood rage. You get a plus one on all of your attacks, uh, but you cannot retreat. Tass. I've got a manufacture. Okay, roll it. Oof. Uh, four. Uh, was a five, but with a minus one brings me down. So uh, I still get my one plus whatever you say. Yeah, so as you pull up your gun and activate the magic, you notice that uh, some of the paintings on the wall at the specific magic that you're kind of drawing in, start to glow, and the room kind of hums a little bit. And you can see that, just like the two of them, this were shark seems to come into a bloodlust. Oh, that ain't great. Uh, so yeah, this thing is right on top of you, so I don't think this is going to be a volley. Uh, I think this is going to be a defy danger with dexterity to get these shots off without getting hit yourself. Okay, and that is a 10. All right, roll your damage. Uh, I'm going to use my ammo to stun him. Okay. And that is eight damage, and that is one piercing. You fire off your magical gun, and holes appear in him, and the blood starts to pour out, and he collapses to the ground. Whoa! That cannot be the end of this. 
There's going to be a phase two boss fight here. What the fuck do we do? Can I reach out telepathically and see if it's a nearby living creature? It is not. It's not alive. Are we still feisty? You are not. Uh, I want to go like get that dagger off the altar. And do I notice whatever's happening with the paintings? Yeah, there's just a, a glow that happened when Tass powered up his gun and the runes on it started to glow. Does that mean anything to me? Uh, roll discern realities to see if that means anything to you. Uh, nine. All right, you get a hold one. Uh, what here is not what it appears to be. And then also as the freebie, I still get what here is magical. So the thing here that is not what it appears to be, as this were shark falls to the ground and bleeds out on the floor, you notice that the magic inside of the paint that is pulsing changes color slightly, turns to a much lighter color. And so I think the thing that you know from that based off of the magic that you personally have done is that whatever kind of protective runes it had keeping others out are not active anymore. Oh, no. Uh, okay, maybe he's not coming back, but I think whatever magic he did to maybe protect this space from that one outside is no longer protecting this space. Uh-huh. Oh, no, I wonder if it knows that. I don't know. Let's try and hurry and find Beverly and company, I suppose. Yeah, I want to run towards that dry zone. Weird shark dagger in hand in case anything, no funny business around the corners here. I'll follow him. Same. All right, so you all head into the dry hallway uh, on the left side of this room. It leads into a long hallway that comes to a square room that has just like a five-foot hole at the center of it. Uh, I will cautiously approach the hole and peek over to see what's in it. Yeah, so you peek down and you can see that like a hundred yards down are wood planks. And you also see that about 20 feet down, there are two circular openings in the side of this stone. Um, Can I get down closer to look at like what the holes are and stuff. Yeah, roll to turn realities. Okay. That's an eight. All right, you get a hold one. What here is useful or valuable? You can just barely make out that below those wood planks, you can see like the glitter of metal. And it looks like it's like the uh, the edging on treasure chests. Oh boy, we got some treasure down there. Oh. You see that? It's like the kind of the lining of chests or something. Well, I can... Go down there and check. You sounded very hesitant about that. I'm pretty nervous. Um, Let me see if I can tell if there's anything around here. Can I try to reach out and make a connection with anything that might be around this area? Yeah, roll telepathy. Eight. Okay. So I think that you can kind of choose here because you have been connected to two different minds here. Which one are you trying to connect to? Yeah, I think it's whichever one doesn't want me in their mind because I'm kind of looking for danger here. Okay, so uh, which is your uh, ramification that you're taking? I think they also learned something about me. So you reach out and you feel the same mind that you touched outside and you can tell that it is getting closer and it's thinking about feeding and it's thinking about sacrifices. And the interesting thing that you learn is that it has just discovered that it has control over the deep ones that it did not before. So it realizes that Something has changed inside the temple. Uh-oh. What? I think our friend from outside earlier uh, is on his way. And I think he's figured out that he can control these little guys. Great. Yeah, he's wanting to sacrifice real bad. So there's no other way out of this room again, other than how we came in? Correct. And the only other option was the water hole that Sharkman came out of to fight us? And the one that you came out of. Yep. How far down are the holes in the sides of this, like, well? Uh, about 20 feet down. They're a foot across, you said, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, non-navigable. <laughs> Correct. Okay. 
I guess we got to go back and look in the hole that he came out of to fight us because that's the only place we haven't seen yet and it sure doesn't seem like they're down here. Yeah, all right. I mean, can I try and see if I can reestablish that connection with Beverly? Uh, Yeah, you reach out and try to reconnect to Beverly and you can sense that she is still alive, but you don't get like responsive thoughts from her. Oh man, I can't tell where she is, but Beverly's not doing so hot, I think. She's not able to talk to me back. I can get inside her head and I know she's alive, but that's it. All right, then we got to go. Okay, I will lead the way back into the danger puddle. (laughs) All right, so everybody roll con. Four. Six. Five. All right, everybody roll intelligence. Eleven. Four. Nine. All right, Jake, you get a hold three. Megan, you get a hold one. Tass, you get lost. (laughs) <laughs> not like go away but like <laughs> you you fucking get out of here three progress okay one progress jake you come out into a, another carved stone room it is filled with hanging chains and hooks and you can see that there are five people strung up in these chains uh, all of them unconscious but still breathing i'm gonna go start trying to get them loose all right megan and tass roll con one two okay and roll intelligence Five. Ten. All right, Megan, you get to hold three. Uh, two progress and no unwanted attention. Tess, how many con are you at? Eight. Okay. Megan, you climbed out into another carved room and you see Jake is there and he is helping people out of shackles. I run over to help. Okay. Tess, roll con. Two. All right, roll intelligence. Four. Tess, you take three points of damage as something very large bites down on you and starts dragging you around underwater. I'm going to need you to make a wisdom roll. Okay. Eight. You go into a blood rage as whatever is biting onto you, you feel something from its bite start pouring into your veins, into your body. Okay. Jake and Megan, uh, you have gotten down all of the people who are chained up. They're very groggy, uh, but they have woken up, uh, and they're very grateful to see you. Uh, Beverly? Yeah. Hi. Hi. I'm Megan. Oh, hi. Were you the one in my head? Yeah, we we spoke earlier. Yeah. Are you okay? Could you define that? Not about to die? Time will tell. Okay. Well, can you walk? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's get everyone ready to go. And I think I'm like looking around like where the fuck is Tass? He hasn't come up from the water yet. He has not. Is there any sign of disturbance in the water like is the surface of the water is it churning or anything um i don't think so he's so far away (laughs) (laughs) um i don't know where tass is but i think we need to find that out before we put them in the water and try to get them out of here what do you mean you don't know where tass is he's not did he not make it all the way through no i I gestured to the room Uh we're in (laughs) Uh, yeah okay let's Uh, get him do you want to go in after him or do you want me to can i try to mentally connect to him see where he is yeah absolutely Task, can you hear me? Yeah. Are you okay? What's happening? I don't know, but I'm really pissed off about whatever's got me. Something has you. Okay, where are you? Are you in the water? Or are you on land? It's dark. It's water. I'm drowning. Fuck. Okay. Well, uh, we're gonna we're gonna come try to find you. Dope. Something's got him under the water. I think he has that like anger that we had before when that thing got us. So I maybe the other guy caught up. I think I'll spike my grappling hook into the rock over here and kind of like tie the end on to me and then dive in the water and go try to find Tass. Okay. I think I'm going to let Jake set up to do this, but I do want to try to first see if I can mentally connect with this creature that has him and see if I can do some damage that way. Roll telepathy. 10. So do you want to do damage or do you want to stun it? 
I think I want to stun it. I want to try and incapacitate it to, to give Tass a chance to get away. Uh, and then I can learn something interesting or useful about them without them realizing it. All right. So the interesting thing that you learn is that he is particularly susceptible to silver, magic, and fire. Okay, Jake. This thing, uh, silver, magic, fire are what can hurt it the most. Um, I'm going to try and, I think, establish kind of like a mental connection with you just so I can keep tabs on what's happening. All right. I'm going to take a second to channel magic here and, and switch to fire mode. Okay. 13. So I hold three magic and uh, it is it is fire magic. All right. Back underwater, Tass, this thing that has you lets go of you as it is stunned for a moment. But you are very angry. You you do not want to leave this fight. Uh, what are you doing? Got to aim you fracture. Okay. Roll it. There it is. 12, so that's three ammo. Okay, and I'm also going to need you to roll one con die. Oh, yeah, right. Six. So, Tass, as you swim backwards a little bit to get distance and do your amufacture, you instinctively take a breath in and feel the water fills your lungs and everything goes dark. Jake, you have dived into the water with your rope. Roll con. Two. And now that you're underneath the water here, roll discern realities. Seven. All right, you get to hold one. Uh, what should I be on the lookout for? It's very difficult to see in this murky water, and you know that it's magical and can have effects on you, making it feel like you've gotten lost. But you are able to see this large, muscular shark form swimming around, and you can see Tass's unmoving body starting to float up towards the top of the water. Uh, and then the freebie, what here is magical? About 10 feet down, there is bottom to this area. Uh, and you can see the glow of a magic ring. Okay. Boy, I feel like my like video game player brain would ca- take over and I would dive for that ring. Okay. Thanks, man. I, I think <laughs> because, well, we'll see what it is. And I'll tell you if my video game brain was correct and it is good or it was wrong and it's bad. Okay. Yeah, this were shark is preoccupied. So I think you can swim down and grab this with no problem. Uh, it is a kind of coral bluish metal. Uh, and it is decorated with a motif of rolling waves of water. I put it on. You put this ring on, and you feel yourself thrust to the top, and you slam into the stone ceiling of this water area. You can feel that the ring is trying to force you to be on top of the water. Uh, <laughs> damn it, not what I was hoping the ring was going to do. What is, what is happening? happening? I found a float, a ring of float. A what? A ring of mandatory be on top of the water. I don't know what it's fucking called, but it hurt. Where's Tass? He's He's floating. floating. I take the ring off and I continue swimming towards Taz. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So what are you trying to do here? Are you you going to grab Taz and try to to get him away? Um, Are you trying to deal with this creature? If Taz is visibly floating unconscious, I think I've got to prioritize getting him out fast. So I think this is going to be defy danger with dexterity to get a hold of Taz and pull yourself back into that cavern with this rope. Okay. I got an eight. Is this something I could assist with in the sense of like what I was thinking is if he can get a hold of Tass, I can use like telekinesis to pull the rope. So yeah, Megan, I think you can help out with this with telekinesis because of your advanced move that lets you move things faster. I think we could justify you being able to give him a plus two. Awesome. So roll telekinesis. Ten. All right. So as you sense Jake grabbing a hold of this rope, you start using your telekinesis to pull the rope back. And it's only a matter of moments before you have drug Jake and Tass into this room. And uh, some of the awake prisoners are helping drag Tass's limp form onto the cement. And uh, one of them is giving him mouth to mouth. And I stand up and post up, sword out facing the water, waiting for this thing to pursue. Are you okay? What happened? 
I guess it KO'd Tass and I saw a magic ring that I really hoped was going to be a ring of water breathing, but it wasn't. And I put it on and I slammed into the rock and then I went and got him instead. And now we're back here and I think the shark's going to come try and kill us. (sighs) Okay, deep breath. As the two of you post up here, slowly out of the water, this other were shark does emerge. I see that there's already plenty of sacrifices for me to use. How charming. I want to knock this thing back. All right, roll mind thrust. 15. Damn. All right, roll your damage. One. That's near and forceful. You lash out with this mental force, and it knocks the shark backwards into the water again. And after a brief second, he pops back up. I I try to stab him. (laughs) I push him back again. Yeah, Jake, I think roll damage. I think on this first one, like, he was so stunned by getting knocked backwards into the water and having to surface again uh, that you get a free attack on him. Uh, I'm also going to spend a magic to take uh, D4 extra damage on it. Okay. Uh, Nine damage, one piercing. Yeah, you thrust the fire sword into him as he starts to raise up, and you can see that this does horrific damage to him. And the skin around the area where you have thrust the sword starts to sizzle and he slides off of the sword and floats in the water. Good job. Thanks. Um, I'm going to fucking grab him and drag him out of the water too. I want to look this guy over, see if he's got anything good. Does he smell delicious? Because it is kind of like a cooking fish meat. It's a were shark. Well, which part is the shark? <laughs> did, I, <laughs> did I stab the shark part? <laughs> Uh, yeah, you drag him out and start to go over him. He doesn't have any pockets or anything. He's just a big naked wear shark. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the far corner of the room, Tass, you wake up and there are strangers all around you. Uh, one of them is sitting across your lap doing chest compressions. Uh, and the other one has just leaned back. Oh, uh, <coughs> okay. Uh, okay, okay. We got it. We did it, team. Oh, God. Are you fucking okay? I don't know. I think I drowned. Well, cop up all the water. Can yeah. you sit up at all? Yeah, sort of. <clears throat> who, 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 uh, hi. Hi there. <clears throat> nice to meet you. Hello. Thanks. Uh, huh. that was bracing. <clears throat> well, we, we did it. Mostly, we just need to get him out of here at this point. Both the shark lords are dead. I don't know about the, the deep ones. Do I feel like I control the deep ones now? <laughs> now that i've now that we've slain both the shark lords and the last one died at my hand uh the knowledge that you had before was that they definitely serve a shark lord Uh, but i will say that you know that they don't know what to do when they don't have someone in charge so they're pretty docile darn i was really hoping i could just command them to like jet ski us out of here i was gonna say we could we could make like a little raft and then we could just hook them up Uh, i think i command them now and aren't i technically like a gray joy what is dead may never die here yeah Okay, so all of us are in pretty bad shape here. I don't think we need to worry about the deep ones because they don't have anybody to fight for right now, so they're not going to fight. We can go back to that one room and get the treasure if we want it. We can go back to the room with the door and maybe head to the tavern since we're not, we don't really have the time crunch of the, and I gesture to everybody else in the room. Yeah, we should put them in the inn. Yeah, I mean, they don't have anything outside of this bubble to go back to until we fix it anyway. That seems like a safe place for them. Wait, what? It's a it's a whole thing, but we're, we'll get you to safety. Can I look around in this room? Is there anything here? No, just manacles and meat hooks. Um. Okay. I guess I want to like start tying everybody together, like roping everybody off, like we did on the sled. Yeah, I think with the threat of the 
shark lords no longer an issue and the deep ones becoming more docile that there isn't a role necessary to navigate back that oh, you are able to great. lead everyone back using your rope thank god um, that you can get everyone to the sacrificial chamber cool well i do want to go collect this treasure before we bounce oh for sure yeah oh well um okay what no it's just that uh that's why we came here but no 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 you know you know you saved us I mean, I'm sure there's probably the split to be negotiated here. Let's see what's in there. Okay. Uh, well, I guess I'll just rappel down and chop a hole in the floor, I guess, until I can get access to these. Okay. As you cut through these boards and are able to get down into the chests, the wood planks give way. And when they fall, you hear these two loud click sounds come from the wall. And you can see now that you fall into the room with the chest that two of the pieces of wood have chains that go off of them and connect into the wall. Megan and Tass, looking down, you see Jake look up as this click sound happens, and then your view of him is obscured, as from the two holes in the side of this pit, the ocean starts flooding in. The Crit Show is a Crit Show Studios production, edited and produced by Brandon Wentz with music by Jake Purley. You can find more information about us at thecritshowpodcast.com. To keep up to date with upcoming live shows, contests, and other special events, follow us at The Crit Show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For even more weekly content, join us at patreon.com slash thecritshow. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Broadcasting, this is Roger Bergato Fisher, communications, something, moon base, wherever. You guys can sort out the next thing. I need to get the rover checked and loaded. Jung? On it, boss. Excuse me? If communication still makes a difference at this point in the plot, if we can keep this base or this moon together long enough to be a thing. I changed my direction. I worked my way down. I took those scraps, the bits they'd forgotten about or thrown away, and I built my own place. Still inside, but within the shadows. All my thoughts, my hopes, all of my heart is on a makeshift rocket hurtling towards us with the most precious of cargo. We'll definitely deserve a celebration. Not like yours. You and your boy down there? I hope he's got a private room waiting. It'll be enough to be close again. Ah, meu amado. When I have Alex back in my arms, maybe then I can think about resistance. We've kept the corporations at arm's length longer than most. Well, whatever you're building, here or wherever, I'm in. Any way we can help. It feels like we're approaching the closing stage of this journey. The final stop. But either way, it's been one hell of a story. And either way, it ends with Alex. Moonbase Theta Out, the final season. Broadcasting on your podcast feeds starting August 14th. For early access, join us at patreon.com slash monkeymanproductions. Moonbase Theta Out.